Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Cover to Cover. I know it's weird that we're just coming in with no music or anything, but like I said, if on the Patreon episode, if you listen to that, we are still coming to you from New York City. Both Alex and I are in New York City, and we don't have the equipment we normally use, so we don't have access to the music we normally play, and it's probably a good thing because for once we're doing a, a truly legal podcast where we're not ripping anyone off of their uh, you know, trademarked music or anything like that, and we it'll, it'll be the one episode we won't get sued for uh, eventually. So... Having said all that, welcome back. Thank you all for uh, coming back to Cover to Cover. Here we are, Thursday episode from New York City. Uh, a post-pandemic New York City, I guess. I don't know. How is it? Is New York City back, everyone asks. My friends in Los Angeles who are coming here in a, in a few weeks, what is it like? Is it back? I'm here to tell you, no, absolutely not. It's not back at all. And if it, I don't know if you consider back being... Uh, everybody being some sort of um, crippled or handicapped or I know you can't say crippled anymore. That's a word you can't say. Did you know that? Did you know crippled is, is you can't say that one anymore. Um, um, physically. Yeah. You yeah. know, anyway, wounded. Let me go <laughs> with wounded. 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 Because that's actually a better word because I don't know what their issue is. But I feel like I'm walking the streets. The Every single person in this city is on some sort of crutches, whether it be one crutch a lot of I see a lot of one crutch, two crutches, crutches, mm-hmm. uh, or hobbling around, or in, in some sort of dilapidated wheelchair. That's a lot of that yeah. going on, at least in this area that my hotel is in, kind of a midtown area. And then yesterday I went down into the village, West Village. You know, and I know New York City very well. It's my old stomping ground. So I go down to West Village where I used to go to acting school and that way down there just to kind of roam around. I have nothing to do other than kind of roam around. So I that's what I did. Sit down, get a little. And the other thing I've noticed about now, not only New York, Alex, I'm talking about the entire world uh, outside of a few people. And I'm going to say construction workers, anyone in in a hard hat or an orange shirt or some sort of safety vest uh, with a welding gun, them, mm-hmm. any type of delivery person uh, in New York City, you see them on a bicycle or holding some sort of plastic bag and you know heading to a, a destination. Outside of those few people, the rest of this city 
and I'm going to say, say safely say the rest of the world, and I believe it's like a tech thing, mm-hmm. is doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Nobody is doing anything. Mm-mm. And I know you currently people saying, we just can't get proper wor- you know, people to work. We can't get people to work, which I notice is becoming a bit of an excuse for just terrible yes. service in every not only restaurants, I'm talking hotels, I'm talking coffee shops, airplanes, airplanes, exactly. Yes. Everything is, we can't get help. Oh, or you just mm. suck at your job or you're lazy or you don't want to, because this hotel that I'm staying in, I won't say the name of it because it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's nice. It's a nice little boutique hotel in it New York. It looks nice. They all, they're all the same. These yeah. boutique hotels in New York, they're all, you know, you put a fucking couple mm. of succulents in the room and with, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a cement rock pot and it's a fucking, you know, and, and, and a uh, vintage radio mm-hmm. and, and charge a thousand dollars a night for nothing else. A mattress on a platform. Or, yeah. A mattress. Yeah. yeah a, f- a mattress on a platform, no which I mean, spring. it's like a frat house. Yeah. But you know, it, I guess it's what people like. I honestly would be much rather be in a uh, Hilton Garden Inn where the room's a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. fucking you know, and, and nice. The other thing that there is no longer anything, and which is funny to me because they still charge the same amount, mm-hmm. uh, but everything's you know, the, well, the restaurants closed, the bars closed, the rooftops closed. Yeah. There's the no pools closed. There's there's no um, room service that you, you, we can't send people into your room because there's monkey pox. Monkey pox, everybody. Monkey pox. We're gonna get to that in a second. Monkey pox. Was Remember that really that. the reason they gave you for no. Raw? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but that, not yet. So I would march yeah, out of this. It's been until Friday before yeah. they using monkey yeah. pox as an excuse why they can't come into my room and give me another towel. You but didn't anyway, get the monkey pox vaccine yet? Uh, hold on. We're going to get to monkey pox okay, in a sorry. second, Alex. Let me finish my rant about service. So, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's do- so I'm sitting there and I, I'm as guilty as anybody. I'm not doing anything either, but I'm not telling people I'm doing anything. Yeah. I'm sitting at this at a little restaurant yesterday by myself, just sitting there having lunch, fucking around, you know, at the standard hotel downtown. It's a place I used to go to all the time, and I figured, you know, I'm a creature of habit. I don't know. I just go back to the places mm-hmm. I know. So there I am, sitting at the little outside restaurant, and uh, a, b- a bunch of tables around me of people in little tight pants. Yeah, everyone's got little tight pants rolled up at the, at the ankle, at the as, ankle. Uh, as I sit here in the exact same look. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, <laughs> little brown shoes and they're, and everyone is just chatting. They're saying the same thing. Now I, I think I've said this before and these two phrases will get you. If, if you're doing nothing in at your job, you could probably buy two, three more years just with these two phrases. Um, and one of them I heard uttered, uh, I don't know, 15 times yesterday in between, you know, just overhearing people's conversations, especially down there in the West Village where it's those type of folks mm-hmm. doing nothing. Now, like I said, a guy in an orange vest with a fucking welding gun, we see them look outside. Yeah. You can see they're all, uh, every, they're hanging from every building. Yeah. They're actually putting something together. Yeah. They're making a structure that will eventually hold people and fucking desks and these are the dude. You see them on the train. They're dirty. They've mm-hmm. worked a fucking day. Everyone else is just sitting there saying these two things. Uh, let's circle back on that. Yeah. <laughs> let's circle back on that. This is my favorite term for a fucking bullshitter. Yeah. Who doesn't have any idea of what they're doing, why they're doing. But if you keep circling back, you'll buy two, three years before anyone realizes, you know what? This guy's been circling back for mm-hmm. the last three. He hasn't done a damn thing in three years, but yeah. he's been circling back. The other one, it's very, it's similar to circle back, but you could use this one too. And it'll buy you another. So you, you put these two together, you're looking at six years in whatever business you're in doing mm-hmm. absolutely nothing before anyone realizes it. And that one is put a pin in it. Yeah. Let's put a pin in that and circle for now back. and circle back. And then- People in a couple of months, they come back and they're like, we had a pin in it. Could we see what? The- yeah, let me take a look. You know what? Let's circle back on this one and um, and I'll let you know. Yeah. Then six months later, they come back and they're like, because we, we put a pin in it once. Then we circled back on it again. What should we do now? We're going to put a pin back in it. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to come back again because I don't have, I have no idea what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, what is what mm-hmm. I do. And it's all... It goes back to these these guys. I don't know if you saw yesterday, Alex. This uh, Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah, went to the space. I don't know which. I don't. Uh, I I know this sounds stupid of me, 
And I know I should probably think this is a greater thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, because the people who, who uh, there are people out there who appreciate space mm-hmm. and, you know, what they did and, you know, with, uh, with Neil Armstrong and all that back in, in the you know sixties and late sixties or whatever it was when Neil Armstrong said you know uh, one small step for man one step for... but that was actually walking on the moon yeah. whether you want to believe it or not I know Alex right he's he's chomping at the bed Listen. right now that was shot in a studio in fucking North Hollywood uh, so. well it was actually in the hills but <laughs> but anyway we'll circle back on that but at least, <laughs> put a pin in it Alex <laughs> but at least at least they were on the moon you know yeah. and, and walking on whatever it, it looked fun yeah the guy was bouncing around he put a flag in it everybody was having a good mm-hmm. time what they're doing now this Bezos and the other guy from Virgin uh, who he did it two weeks ago I, I don't even, they're not even really going, they're not going to the moon. Branson, not, you mean? Branson, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Richard Branson. They're not landing on any planets. They're not, there's Go no aliens. They're going up to, I guess, the, the. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a physicist or an astronaut or whatever the person is. But I, this is now with the, with the Virgin guy, Branson and, and Bezos, they, the last two weeks we've heard about these idiots getting into mm-hmm. these rockets and going up and, I mean, Bezos went up last night. 15 minutes later, he was back. I was like, I don't even get in and out of Target that fast. Yeah. This guy went up to space. But I guess they go to the edge of space and come back. I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Did you imagine being so rich you're bored by space? I. But then I'm watching Jeff Bezos talk afterwards. And you never really hear the guy talk, which is probably mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah. And listen, I love Amazon as much as the next guy. If I need something, I put in Amazon. And I hate the fact that they make everything so easy to just get that I don't have to. Because they're like, oh, it'll be there in 15 minutes and you don't have to go to Target to get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that's, that sounds good. So let's do that. Whatever. I needed a table for my little daughter's birthday party. Like a table to put the food on. Mm-hmm. Little, um, you know, folding fucking table. Yeah. I put it into Amazon. If I need a folding table, well, we'll have it there in, in an hour. Yeah. You know, here it comes a little piece of shit folding table that will probably mm-hmm. break in, in another year. But I only needed it for one thing. I don't need it. I'm not going to be living on it. Yeah. And there it is. So I, this guy, he's, he's good for that reason. But he's got a big cowboy hat on and I'm, and he goes to, <laughs> you know, gets in this rocket that looks like a big dick. And it flies up. He's got other people on with him. I don't know. You know, I, I guess there's people of some sort of, you know, note in their fields. I think the one woman is some sort of astronaut. The other guy's a fucking, you know, millionaire who wants to, I don't know. It's who knows. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like in our business, like show business, going to space for rich guys is like the um, getting a uh, getting a. An article in Deadline magazine, you know, Deadline in Hollywood about your new series or Mm -hmm. something where every asshole in Hollywood puts it on their Instagram. Like, oh, I I didn't want to talk about it, but this is what I've been working on. Yeah. Some show that's going to be canceled in a week and, Mm -hmm. and they're back to doing open mics. Anyway, this guy goes to space. And then I watch a little after interview with him talking about his his uh, experience in space. And he keeps saying the word, which I'm like, this is the richest man in the world. He's got a very, the biggest, maybe the biggest company in the world. Mm-hmm. Say what you want about maybe it. Maybe the biggest company in the history of the world. Good point, Alex. And, and say what you want about it. Uh, some people hate it and some people hate, you know, the rich and eat the rich and blah, blah, blah. Some people hate the fact that it's, you know, ruining mm-hmm. small business and all that. And it's probably all true. However, he's got the shit is rolling now and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's ever going back. But he keeps using the word because he's talking about the, you know what he sees out the window, and he sees the you know he can see the the, the, the Earth mm-hmm. from up there, and he keeps using the term teensy, which I'm he goes it's amazing how teensy teensy weensy I'm not fucking around this is the richest man in the world with the most powerful <laughs> company in the world he goes it's amazing how teensy weensy the uh, Earth seems from up above yeah he uses it like three different times yeah it's teensy the atmosphere is teensy. And I'm like, is this fucking idiot? I mean, he started selling books, right? But, it's, but is that, that's not even a word. That's like yeah. my little, I, what I say to my little girl. The itsy like, bitsy. Yeah, like it's a teensy, look yeah. at that teensy weensy little yeah. spider or a little water bug. Uh, it's not what the richest man no. in the world is supposed to be saying teensy weensy Mm-mm. in a cowboy hat. Yeah. After. It just goes to what I always try. Everybody is insane. He had a big cowboy hat yeah. Everybody's insane. Everybody is insane. And that is why I am sitting here on the edge of my bed in a tiny little room in New York City with Alex 
because I'm not insane. And you have to be insane to get certain levels of success, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Because if you're if you're if you're normal or have some sort of uh, um, ideas of, 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 of society's norms, you, you, you can't, you don't go to the certain, you know, you don't do things, you, you're, you're, uh, uh, you're apprehensive to do things. She's like, oh, I don't want to look like a fucking idiot, you know, and it holds you back. But if you're crazy, mm-hmm. nothing holds you back. No. So you just you walk into these things and, and it works. Mm-hmm. Being crazy works to get to certain levels of success because you're like, oh, I never even thought about the fact that that's stupid because mm-hmm. I'm insane and I wear a cowboy hat and yeah. use the word teensy and I want to go to space. I'll go to space. But a normal person would be like, I don't know. It feels like I go up there for 10 minutes. I look down. I can just watch it on TV. If you didn't know his net worth and he was at like your dinner party, you'd be like, who brought this e- guy? Exactly. Ex- who is this guy? E- and I believe this is, I'm going to go, I'm going to get into your world, Alex, of conspiracy theories. Okay. I believe that Listen, not mine enough. mine aren't even theories. They were proven. They are, I have the they, documents. Well, when you, let's see I'll them. bring the receipts. Here's, I believe these rich people are all going up to space because they're getting out of this shit. Mm. They're getting out of this monkey poxed, poor people shithole that we've mm. created. And they're like going up there to look and they're going to create some Shangri-La up it's there on some planet. Lolly. Yeah, exactly. And go, look, we're out. All mm. of us, anyone who's got a billion dollars, come up here, leave them down there with their cricket wireless and their fucking, you know, home mm-hmm. goods and down there to and eat each other teensy, and their, weensy and their teensy weensy monkey poxed hands. Yeah. So this monkey pox. Okay, let me tell you about monkey pox, everybody, because we were the first ones to talk about coronavirus and we do not want to be uh, on the tail end of the next horrible world-ending pandemic and it is monkeypox. There was a person. Uh, he is a Nigerian man. I guess he flew in from Nigeria, landed mm-hmm. somewhere in Texas, and he had a thing called monkeypox. Now, for those of you who have not read this story or heard about this, uh, the I'm looking currently at the palms of a monkeypox patient, and it's a it's a horror. It's a skin, some sort of skin disorder. Yeah, that you can't hide just by like at least it, with this COVID nineteen, you put a mask on and everybody at least still looks. This is one that mm. gets your skin. This it almost looks like boils. Boils like. or some sort of yeah, big. It's a monkeypox. Now, I, I, you know, of course the the the. Uh, any type of news or any type of media is just fear mongering. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it it seems like more more so than ever. And maybe yeah. it's fear mongering. Maybe it's just like protect yourselves from monkeypox. But I don't know if there's any way you can. I don't know if a mask is. I don't know what you have to do yeah. to protect yourself from monkeypox. You wear a like, hazmat suit. You remember in the next? beginning of coronavirus, it was just like it'll be fine. Just wash your hands, mm-hmm. everybody. Just wash your hands and don't and don't spit on each other. But I haven't heard anything about monkeypox. I don't, I don't know if hand washing is going to do it, but. More than 200 people in 27 states are being monitored for possible exposure to monkeypox after they had... Con- now, this is the other thing that's amazing to me. Anytime you hear about any of these, you know, these, these diseases that, are, that could run rapidly through um, society, mm-hmm. monkeypox being one of them, you always hear of the contact tracing and the uh, people that have come in contact with this person, this Nigerian. Yes. They're currently looking at 200 people who have come. And now I'm like, wow. How does some Nigerian guy know to? I am famous, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And I've been in show business. And I and I know all sorts of people want to take pictures with me. At least one or two people mm-hmm. uh, every six months want to take a picture. And Maybe 200 people total. I don't think I've ever met 200 people in my life. Yeah. Uh, this Nigerian running around to Texas I don't know what this guy's doing. There's like 200. He came in contact with 200 people in the last week. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on with this guy? What? what who is he? Does mm-hmm. he got a? Does Must he? Does he have a podcast? What is his situation? So and he, how do they find the people he's come in contact with? I don't. More than 200 people in 27. So 27 states. They got to run around 27 states. Uh, traveling to the United States this month, according to the Center for Disease Control, to date, no additional cases have been detected. It's just the one guy. 
State and local health authorities are working with the CDC to identify the uh, as, uh, and assess the individuals and follow up with the, uh, them daily until later this month. So these people, you gotta, you gotta every day, you gotta go. Yeah, you do. You, you got a monkey box? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm monkey box. Hey, are your hands disgusting yeah. yet? <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? So uh, the people being monitored include a number who sat within six feet of this guy on the plane. Mm-hmm. Which that's got to suck. You're like, yeah. I'm just flying from blah, 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 blah. Uh, on, on Lago to Atlanta. Oh, oh, he flew from Lagos to, they have a Lagos to Atlanta flight? Who knew? <laughs> yeah, what airline? <laughs> yeah, others who used the, the um, mid-cabin bathroom. Oh, my God. Who cleaned the bath? Oh, the people who cleaned the bathroom after the flight, flight attendants, and some family members who had contact with, oh, it's in Dallas. Fucking Dallas, yeah. man. And I love Dallas. It is one of my favorite cities to perform in. I love the city. But there's some shit going on in yeah. Dallas. And you people, now it's monkeypox. Monkeypox is caused by a virus that is related to smallpox. The only human virus to have been eradicated is smallpox. No, apparently not. Yeah, well, not, well, now it's monkeypox. Mm-hmm. It causes uh, a less severe illness than smallpox, but it's still quite dangerous. The CDC said that the fatality rate for the strain of monkeypox seen in Dallas is about 10%. Oh, that's nothing. Get a couple of bumps on your skin and move on. You remember a time where, like, if somebody had bumps all over and, like, you were a kid and you're like, what's that? And your mom like, shh. Yeah. Now you see people with bumps, you're like, get away get from away him. From, don't you get, don't yeah. sit near him on the plane. Mm-hmm. He's, he's monkeypoxed up. We're going to get to a point where you well, see something I'd, weird, you. I, if I were, if I were, Two things right now. If I were Delta Airlines, because uh, they have a Delta variant, uh, I'd be upset. Mm-hmm. That they, like you couldn't have went with something else, another term. Yeah. And if I were a monkey right now, I'd be like, oh, seriously? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Why, why us? Yeah. Can't you do, you know, crocodile pox or another animal in this jungle? Yeah. Giraffe pox? Why us? We've already taken a beating. If Corona you a, didn't recover. No. Delta And, and monkeys won't. get blamed for a lot. I mean, yeah. in, in, in some way, people blame AIDS on monkeys. There's yes. a lot, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> monkeys get a lot of shit, and they're probably like enough with mm-hmm. the monkey pox. You could have named it after another animal because it doesn't seem to be, relate back to monkeys in any way. No, then they, they didn't call coronavirus bat bat fucking disease. Bat pox, yeah. Bat pox, yeah. yeah. No. And some say it came from a bat. Yeah. Some, you know, who knows? That's up to your individual tastes or whatever the fuck. The other thing I'd like to talk about, just you know, sticking with the news, giving you people the news. They just announced the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. Sports Illustrated. Harry Styles. Uh, You you know, Alex, you're not far (laughs) off. uh, But I I, I think that would have been a good call. Yeah, Harry Styles in just a bikini. Yeah. And would have been fine. Uh, I would have taken a look at that. Um, But it's not. It it is several people. Um, It is Megan the Stallion is one of them. Uh, it is uh, who else? It's Megan. Megan the Stallion, and it, basically the point I'm trying to get at, and the story I'm trying to get at, is it is a transgender. Um, oh, oh, Naomi Osaka, the okay. tennis player who doesn't speak to the press. We know that, and a uh, a trans woman. Okay, Lena Bloom. That's her name. Yeah. Uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, Lena Bloom. Lena perhaps Bloom. is the first trans cover star of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Uh, Actor, model, dancer, and activist. Oh, and that's exactly the all the four things I am. Mm-hmm. Actor, model, dancer, and activist. Eh, I mean, sure, I'm going to go with activist. I just warned you guys about monkeypox. That's pretty active, yeah. isn't it, of me? Uh, Lena Bloom is used, uh, used to blazing a trail for others to follow. She's the first trans woman of color to appear in Vogue. And she's the first trans woman of color to lead a movie at the Cannes Film Festival. Also, she, okay. Now Bloom has achieved uh, two more firsts. She's the first ever transgender cover star of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue and the first trans woman of color to be featured inside the magazine. Um, so there, okay. And she's a very attractive woman. Uh, she looks good on the cover. She looks like a, a uh, you know, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit model mm-hmm. should look. The other thing that I want to talk about is, uh, and, and this is all going to make a, I'm going to make a point here in a second where all of this is, uh, Victoria's Secret also announced a couple of weeks ago that they're no longer going to be doing the Victoria's Secret Angels. Angels. They're not doing that anymore. Done. They're going to have uh, two separate spokespersons, one of them being uh, Megan, Megan Rapoport, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, the soccer player. Okay. Uh, I like Meg. I think she's a good-looking woman, pink hair. You know, she's. we all know Megan Rapoport, lesbian woman, great, good-looking, 
I like her. I think she's a nice person. I don't know, you know. She's going to be one of the Victoria's Secret people and somebody else. Mm -hmm. Maybe this girl. I don't know. But I want to say this, and this may be a controversial take on, on all of this. But as a guy who is, you know, for the most part, a solid seven. But ju that's just because I've worked with, you know, the genetic makeup I've been given by Gene and Jerry Frangiola, which was not great. I, I did have some height going for me, thank God. Um, but other than that, I wasn't, I wasn't built, I wasn't given a great foundation, but I was able to, uh, ha hang on a second. Alex is texting. Oh it's no, just, I'm looking it up. I found the other spokesperson. Eileen Goo, freestyle oh. skier. Oh, thank you. Anyway, so those are the two, uh, mm -hmm. the two new angels, uh, Victoria's Secret. And now can we just, I guess... And I'm not, this is not to say that all those people I just mentioned, including the Sports Illustrated trans women, are not good looking. They are good looking. But can we just have sometimes some models? Mm -hmm. Like, we, we're we not all models. I mean, look at the streets in New York City. Yeah. Everybody, for the most part, is gross. Yeah. It's And this is a beautiful city. And this is a beautiful... This is one of the pretty cities. Yes. But you, we've all been to airports. We've all been to hometown buffets. Mm -hmm. We've all been to Golden Corral. Uh, ninety. I'm gonna, I'll go as high as ninety-three percent of people are a uh, are ugly or a four or or less mm -hmm. than a four. Yeah. If you get to a six or a seven on the scale of one to ten, you know what I'm talking. I think you know we all that. know the scale from one to ten. Mm -hmm. Uh, ten being whoever I don't know. Bo Derek because she was in the movie Ten in the seventies. That's what we let's say she's our ten. Mm -hmm. Okay, and anything in between. Under that is whatever, nines, eights, sevens. And as a guy, like I said, on a good day, on a solid, got enough rest, drank enough water, maybe got a little bit of sun, I'm a seven. Mm -hmm. Have I ever gotten to an eight? I, one one day in, I, I think, 2001, yeah. when my highlights were fucking great, uh, I think maybe I, I think I had an eight one, mm -hmm. one, one night, and it was a nice night. But other than that, it's been a seven. Could easily be without the proper uh, skincare line, like mm -hmm. our uh, who's sponsoring the show uh, yes. this week, Hawthorne. Ow! This summer, it's been easier than ever to drop your personal care routines with your personalized grooming kit from Hawthorne. It's easier to stay on track. Do you agree with that, Alex? I do. Have you dropped your personal care routine? I haven't, but I've watched a lot of people do it. Well, if you, if you people out there have, I highly recommend going on Hawthorne and taking their easy. Fun, simple quiz. They ask you what you need. What are you looking to do? Uh, what type of skin type? Uh, are you dry skin? Are you an oily skin? Do you need to reduce dark circles? Do you need to reduce wrinkles around your eyes? And they tailor what you need around your answers to the quiz. I had a good time taking the quiz. I learned a lot about myself. At the end, I got the essentials bundle, which was, I'm. it came with a face cleanser, a face lotion, body lotion, bar soap, deodorant, all formulated here in the USA. I smell great. I look great. I feel like I, uh, I'm, I'm ready to get back out in the world. Hawthorne takes the risk out of shopping for personal care by giving you free shipping on your orders and returns. Uh, life is complicated. Hawthorne makes it simple with a short study backed quiz that matches you with the perfect grooming kit to look your best. And it's never been easier. Take Hawthorne's quiz today. Get started on your personal self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co. Use the promo code COVER, C-O-V-E-R, to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code COVER, and prepare to never look better. Thank you, Hawthorne, for sponsoring this. If you're not using these type of, I use these type of products I do what I do, Alex. You do mm -hmm. the same. We do what we do to get keep ourselves. Yeah, yeah, keep it tight. Right, keep it tight. Exactly. And for, so, I like to look at people who are are more gifted physically than I am, mm -hmm. and I don't think there's a problem with that. Mm -hmm. That's why they're like, on the cover. When I watch a baseball or football game, I don't want to see a bunch of me's. Out on the football field because I'm like, well, this is no fun. These people, nobody knows how to play here, and this is not a good game. Yeah, I oh, I go to the Dodger game or the New York Mets game, and I like I pay you know four hundred dollars for a ticket. I'm like, 
I'm paying four hundred dollars for tickets to see these professional athletes hit four hundred and fifteen foot home runs. Yeah. I don't want to see a bunch of me's hitting the ball back to the pitcher. I want the pros to do it. And and I think you don't want some, to watch Jake Paul fight anyone. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you want to see the pros handle shit. Yeah. And I'm shoot me for saying such a thing. Can we let a couple of pro models run down the runway? The shit just hangs better on them. And I'm not saying I'm. This is not coming out. I'm not coming at you from a model, as from a model standpoint. And I've been a model. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But I'm not coming at you from that one. I'm coming at you as a guy who, for the most part, lives in a six or seven world only because I use the proper hair care products and my pants fit better yeah. than most people's. But I could easily put myself in a pair of South Pole jeans and an and a, and a oversized uh, shirt mm-hmm. that I get at the Marshalls. And I'm a four yeah, because of, because of what I've been given genetically by my, by my parents. I'm a four. Yeah. So I'm not coming at you saying, look, uh, let one gorgeous person to the other. Let's let 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 good looking people, you know, handle the modeling. Yeah. And that's not to say that these people that I'm talking about are not good looking. But would it kill us to have a couple of Victoria's Secret Brazilian giant, you know, long legged girls walking up and down? We this is what we've. Have established, and I'm not talking about just women. I'm so I go through. I used to go through the J Crew catalog, and this was a they created a whole lifestyle in this catalog that you. Oh, I want to be this guy throwing a football at you know on Martha's Vineyard with Mm -hmm. the handsome looking guy throwing a football to a handsome looking woman. Everybody's now they're eating corn on the cob, and everyone's gorgeous. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't want to see a bunch of free, you know, five foot seven freaks. Sitting there eating corn, and ca- I could see that at my family reunion. Yeah, if I want to see a bunch of ugly people eating corn, I'll go back to Ronkonkoma <laughs> and have dinner with my family. This is not what I want when I'm when I'm looking at clothes. When I want to buy clothes, I want to see it hanging on a person who looks better than me. In yeah. it. and I'm like, oh, I'll get that jacket in the hopes I look like this guy in mm-hmm. it. I probably won't, but I don't need to just. Now I know the way, it's a different world. We live in a different world, and it's cha- it's a rapidly changing world. And I, as I often say, it's not my world. This is not for me anymore. Go go away, old man. Let us have trans every people on on all the covers. And I, this is a good looking woman. I I don't know what's happening there. You don't see the you don't see the the bottom of the of the bathing suit. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's, she's, so I don't know what is, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying, everybody? Yeah. I don't know if this, uh, what's, what's in, uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm not trying to be insensitive here. I'm asking legitimate questions mm-hmm. and I don't think I'm, this is being insensitive. And I know people will come at me and you know, cancel you. Or How dare you? How dare yeah. you? So, but you know, I don't know what's, so that's the Sports Illustrated. That's the, um, the other story I want to talk about is, is, and this goes back to what I was saying about, you know, they can't find, we can't find good help. So we're just, everything's going to go to shit. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, you know, this hotel, this, like I said, this hotel, they charge a full price, but everything's closed and there's no room service. But so one charge half price. Oh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, we're not ridiculous, but it's just half. So, and I'm, I'm reading a story about this, this hotel somewhere. I mean, sorry, restaurant somewhere here on the East coast that, uh, and there's been a lot of complaints about this the cost, I don't know if it's COVID related or whatever, but, customers are being very mean currently to uh, restaurant staff and employees, waiters. There's a lot of angry Karens out there yeah. screaming about their eggs or, or how their steaks are cooked, whatever the case may be. And uh, some restaurant employees in this one uh, city, I guess, they said that they are being too abused by the customers. So the restaurant has decided to uh, give them a day off, a day off for kindness, a kindness oh. uh, day off. So... Um, that's, a, that's another thing we're dealing with, you know, if those if, are the kind of people that put a pin in it it's and in circle May. back, it's in May, <laughs> it's right? in May. it's restaurant owners voice frustrations about a rude customers on social media. And, uh, they've given everyone a day of kindness and that sounds nice. A day of kindness is nice because honestly, 
we, it, the life, and I don't know who you can blame this on. And I'm not going to, like, I don't know if you want to blame it on Donald Trump. I don't know if you want to blame it on Facebook. I don't know if you want to blame it on monkeypox. I don't know what you want to blame it on. But there is some sort of darkness in the world. Everybody, there is, uh, I'll, I, you know what I, you know what I'm going to do right now, Alex? I'm going to give it a name. And I, okay. I might be the first. There is an asshole culture out here now that is uh, more prevalent than I've ever seen an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if it's just because there's people have a voice that they didn't usually have because of social media, but I feel like asshole culture is much more prevalent than it once was mm-hmm. uh, on everything. Yeah, planes, airports, restaurants. It's not even that. It's just everybody is a fucking prick. Mm-hmm. And for the most part. Yeah. And they're mean and they're pricks and they're uh, uh, rude. I feel I, I just see it everywhere. Yeah. Some people but, are nice. But for the most part, rude pricks. Yeah. Assholes screaming about at each other about whether it be vaccines or whatever the fuck people are screaming about. But, but you're wrong because they're very supportive of uh, Raina Bloom, Lena Bloom. So <laughs> they're not assholes. They're not. Could you imagine, the, Could, like, if you went and said this, I, uh, you know yeah. what people are saying about this Lena Bloom being on the cover sports mm-hmm. or swims cover in the real world. Yes. Like, we can all pretend we in the bubble we live in. Yeah. Well, of course, let everybody, let mm-hmm. Megan the Stallion and her. You know, in the go back to the fucking, go back to your family's house on Thanksgiving giving and talk yeah. about this and see if they're as open-minded as you what the who what happened to cheryl teagues where's cheryl <laughs> teagues now she was a good i don't know who this line of bloom is and where her penis is and what what she what her she's dealing with but i like i don't i like victoria's secret angels and cheryl teagues i don't need this <laughs> megan Rappaport walking up and down the runway in in, in a brawn panties that's not what i signed up for Pass the mashed potatoes. Now, here's another <laughs> thing. This vaccine makes you magnetic. No. Like, I, I could walk across the street right now and talk to this construction Yeah, go talk to worker. that guy. Yeah, see what he's... Well, and those guys don't get to put a pin in and circle back on circle the... Circle back and pin it. No, they can't. They have to... You, they, you you the job's got to be done at a certain yeah. time. Yeah, so there's no put a pin in it or... Mm. That's what I'm saying. There's 15 people in this country who are working right now. And everybody else who's full of shit. Do Everyone you, else who's bullshitting going to space and and saying yeah. it's a teensy, teensy world out there. Do you think guys like that are rude at restaurants, guys doing that hard work? Or do you think you work 60 hours a week physical labor and you go be a dick at a restaurant? Or do you think you just go and you're just like, whatever, just medium well, please, you know? And Yeah, you know, it's hard to say. I, 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 I'm The asshole culture is, is not necessarily... Uh, I wouldn't place it on any type of class structure because there's assholes okay. in all different class structures. There's, you know, the poorest of the poor are assholes, the richest of the rich are assholes. It, 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 it's, it's, um, it seeps into every culture. Yeah. It's not, it, it's, uh, so this is just my theory. Yeah. And now there's going to be a kindness day and I love it, but we also, and this is, I, I guess, kind of uh, counterintuitive to what I was just saying. But we also need to develop a bit of a thicker skin, I think. Yes. A little bit. Mm-hmm. That, that, now, that's not to say let everyone be assholes. But as a guy who's been in a business that is, uh, you know, at some time... As a six in Hollywood? <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. I think life was easy being a six in Hollywood, going into auditions when every, you know, when I when the 10 auditions I've gone on in my entire life, uh, when everybody in the room looks kind of like me, but just better looking, yeah. you know? And, and you can't even tell why. Right. And you're just like, oh, well, oh, well why am I even here? Mm-hmm. You know, this is not for, for me. That's why I had to develop some other personality that this, the guy basically you hear on this podcast is not who I am in real life. You know, in real life, I don't even speak. I sit in my backyard and don't talk. I look at squirrels and I have a hawk in my backyard that flies around and sits on top of a telephone pole and eats rats. And I sit and watch it for hours. That's the real me. I sit back there being, a, and at that time, I'm not even done up, Alex. I don't, yeah. my hair's not done. I don't have my, my creams on my face. 
I don't have my colognes on. I don't. Have, I'm not using my Hawthorne properly. I'm sitting in the backyard and watching Hawks, looking like a straight three, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Even the Hawks probably looking down at me, going, "Look at this ugly bastard yeah. fucking eyeing me up." What is your situation? And that's the reality. That's my my normal life. But I've created another persona because I couldn't. I couldn't live in, in the, you know, uh, being a seven. Yeah. I was beaten down by society. And, and it uh, thickened your skin. And it thickened my skin. Yeah. Exactly. So sometimes, com- you know, customers are going to be mean to you at a restaurant. I mean, I, as a guy who worked in restaurants for 15 years, sometimes it happens. Mm-hmm. And I never got a kindness. Could you imagine me asking some of the my Greek restaurant owners who I, I, I worked for some Greek guy, you know, Greeks love the restaurant business and, and I worked for a Greek guy. And if I ever asked him for a uh, for a kindness day. I'll tell you a funny story about the my the Greek owner of the restaurant I worked at, yeah, to, and, and how it you know r- insensitive racially mm-hmm. or whatever, how insensitive they could be. Uh, he used to have us wipe down the wine glasses before our shift, you know, just make sure the wine glasses mm-hmm. had no stains from the dishwasher on them, whatever the case may be. And uh, we had some thin wine glasses, fancy wine glasses. And he said to me one time, he goes, "You got to wipe it down very uh, gently, you know, it's gently. It's just." It's, it's fragile glass. Wipe it. Down. He goes. You got. You got to treat it like a retarded baby. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. He said you got to treat this like a retarded baby. And, and that's when you were like, "Sir, may I have a kindness he, day?" He had no idea that. The, like, and, and of course, if I was, if this happened today, this was 15 years ago when you could say "retarded baby," uh, yeah. and and just didn't make any difference. But he's right. You do got to treat retarded babies a little differently. Exactly. But you can't. If I said that today, I would, I, I would ask him, "Oh, I need to go to human resource." What you just said to me, like, human resource. Yeah. It's a restaurant. There's mm-hmm. there's nine people working here. There's no human resource. Yeah. Well, find some. I need to go to the government and they talk to somebody. Because you just said you gotta that. find a human rights yes. tribunal. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I don't know. That's the situation. Uh, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. I guess I they won first time in fifty years. They won the NBA championship. That Milwaukee, the city of Milwaukee, which I like. It's a good city. Uh, they seem to be loving it. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to them. I happened to watch it last night. Thank you to all the people who came to my show in New York City last night. A lot of cover-to-cover fans Ooh. at the uh, Gotham Comedy Club. I saw them all last night. It was uh, it was it was fantastic, and thank you all for that. Uh, Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia. I just announced a city winery in Philadelphia. That will be October second. Uh, uh, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's where I will be. October 2nd, Philadelphia City Winery. Tickets are on sale either today. Uh, I think it's today. I think go on. So, and Philadelphia, I only need 280 people. It's two shows, 140 a show. 280 people, City of Philadelphia. Uh, that's all I'm asking. Now, if this doesn't happen, if I don't get 280 Philadelphians to come to the show, it's over. It is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's already, it's hanging on by a thread right now, the yeah. career, the touring career, because people just don't show up. And I don't want any of you coming to me and writing, come to this city, come to that city, especially the people of Long Island, my hometown. <laughs> a lot of you will say, you got to come back to your hometown, Long Island. Let me tell you something, Long Island. I love you. And you, 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 you've, you've given me all that I am today and, and, and I, and whatever, whatever. But every time I go back to Long Island, it's uh, nobody shows up. They never, they have never shown up. They haven't shown up in twenty years, and uh, and for that reason, I don't come back to Long Island. And when they do show up, they're apathetic assholes. So, uh, and that's I, I love the people of Long Island, but you never come Long Island. Somebody wrote, you know, okay, you got to mm. come back to Long Island, and I wrote them. I'm like, you don't. I've been there a thousand times. Yeah, you never show up, so it's over. And Philadelphia. It will be over again if they don't show up to this. And I'm not, this is not a threat. I'm just telling you the way it is. Yeah. You don't come, it doesn't happen anymore. If you come, it's, uh, they, these people are over the, wait, Chris Frangelo sold tickets? When did that happen? And then the next thing happens. I mean, these city wineries, there's 11 of them around the country. And if Philadelphia happens, then they all happen. Yeah. So then there's 11 other cities. But if Philadelphia doesn't happen, so it's all hinged on Philadelphia. And otherwise it's over. And it's fine if it's over. I got to be honest. 
I've been touring for for a long time now. And by touring, I mean every sporadically playing clubs for 20 years. And I'm not, you know, certainly not big tours like some of these comedians go mm-hmm. on. Last night, I, I, I did a show here in New York City with Mark Normand and some other people who I just see just, just careers yeah. are booming. Like 40 weekends a year, 50 weekends. Yeah. Like this guy is just, and he's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't know him very well, but see, people love him. And he's killing it. Young guy, and I think he said he was 39 during, in his act or something. And I was like, oh, must be nice. Must be nice. 39, just starting out, handsome kid, fucking killing it, selling tickets like crazy. Mm-hmm. I never had it. I never, and people say I complain too much, but I just, it, it never was my, even at 39, 39, I was, I was, you know, treating wine glass like a retarded baby at 39. <laughs> but uh, like 41, it's shit started to happen for me. But never to the point where it was like, we got it. You sold out a, a month in advance. We got to add another night. Add like, it still hasn't happened. And this podcast does well. And I thought this would be the the uh, jumping off point of, of like, oh, well now, because I have friends who, you know, they never sold a ticket. But now mm-hmm. the podcast, Tom Segura, these people are playing arenas. Why? Because of my podcast. So I listen to them. I sit down like, what am I doing wrong? Last night I listened to Tom Segura and and Mark Marin. Mark Marin's his guest. And uh, funny, good, great stuff. Mark Marin was great. I love the fact that Mark Marin, I don't know if you guys know Mark Marin, a funny comedian, uh, older guy, 57 or whatever. Same as kind of me in a way that the career has been up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, found kind of a second career at, on, as a podcaster. Podcasting. Well, kind of one of the first ones to really pop. Mm. He has a podcast called WTF and got uh, Obama. Got Obama. Got many like huge people. Yeah, and uh, he was kind of the first guy to kind of legitimize uh, podcasting, even more so than than Joe Rogan. And he talked about that. He talked about Joe Rogan. He he shit on some other comedians, and I kind of like that about him. I like the fact that now he's just a successful fifty-seven year old who's like. Yeah, I'm successful, so I don't need to playing fast. And yeah, loose. he 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 goofed about everyone moving to Austin mm-hmm. and how that was a, a ridiculous move. He, he which uh, isn't Tom isn't wasn't the yes, person who's podcasting yes, on yes. moving so to he, Austin. But he, he he did say it uh, to Tom like you're different because you're you're your own thing. Like he goes, otherwise you didn't rent out space in Joe Rogan's asshole. Uh, which yeah. he goes, otherwise it's you know Austin is basically Joe Rogan and four middle acts who kiss his ass. Which is, uh, who knows? Entirely accurate. Yeah. Entirely. It was a good, so, and then I listened to, you know, Tim Dillon is another podcast that I like because he's, he was talking about Long Island comedy uh, and the thing I was just actually talking about on this and uh, I wanted to hear his take on it. It was interesting and kind of funny and I listened to these podcasts and I'm like, I, you know, because sometimes I think to myself, I'm not good at this because I, I stumble over my words. I don't remember necessarily everything. Uh, I have trouble grasping names sometimes, and uh, and I think people will be listening and oregano oil, <laughs> shit like yeah. that. I mean, that's the least I've mispronounced a thousand words. Yes. Oregano oil probably being, and I'm gonna go back to what I always say. Thank you, Australia and England and many other. I think more countries say oregano okay. than oregano. So actually, I might be more right than I was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm still stupid. But um, I might have been more right than I, I just accidentally I was right. Mm-hmm. Oregano. It's like when you spell color with a U and you're exactly. like, well, it wasn't wrong. Or a theater uh, with an a E on, uh, and then instead of an E-R, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, some yeah. people, you know what I mean? R-E, some people do the fancy way. Anyway, that's the situation. But then I listen to these other podcasts and everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's stumbling over their words. Everyone's grasping for, for, for ideas. Everyone's grasping for a funny concept. Mm-hmm. Because when you're doing podcasting like we're doing here, as you guys know, it is kind of improvisational. It is kind of we're trying to f- do something funny. Uh, I mean, in the end, we're all just doing, you know, we're all just now like kind of bad 
radio DJs. <laughs> you know, it, 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 that's what Mark well, Maron was saying. It was we like, don't well, have the accents. We're all just doing like drive time radio now where it's like, hey, everybody, welcome to Jimmy Jimmy's uh, happy hour fun show mm-hmm. where we're going to have a uh, puke machine and all this stuff. Did you hear about the Victoria's Secret? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the right. So I go through the papers and I go through the news stories and I try to find funny angles on it. And some of them might be insensitive. Like I like you know the thing I just talked about sports social and I'm not trying to be insensitive I'm not because mm-hmm. I don't I I don't want to be an asshole in life anymore I was there was times that I was a, probably an insensitive prick to people never like waitresses and stuff like that because it just wasn't my style but I'm sure I've been mm-hmm. a prick to production assistants on TV shows and stuff I'm probably at times for the most part I'm a nice guy but I'm sure there's been days. But I don't like to do that anymore. I always feel bad about it. So, um, I don't know. I had a fucking point. I forgot what it was. But, <laughs> no, I, I remember We're what it was now. talking about podcasts. Yeah, I remember what it was now. And, 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 and so in, in times when you're trying to find a funny angle on things like, you know, Victoria's Secret and Sports Illustrated, you're going to have insensitive, what or at least by today's standards, people would consider insensitive. But I, I, you know, you just can't be, if you're on the right side of everything, it's boring and shit. At least that's the way I feel about it. And I know people who are, I have friends who they will not, oh no, I think it's wonderful that this is that way. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I just, sometimes I want to see a model and I, I'm not, Megan Thee Stallion is a good looking woman and she looks good on the cover of Sports Illustrated. But you know who else looked good on it? Fucking Paulina Poroskova mm-hmm. looked good on the covers. But Petronemkova yes, killed they it. All, they all, they and and they deserve it. Mm-hmm. They are professionals with long legs. Petronemkova's husband got washed away, and that's right. Yeah, in, and a, she, in a tsunami, life her, wasn't easy on her. No, she just looked good. Let her have the cover of mm-hmm. something, but they can't anymore. I don't know what's going to happen to 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 the things I used to. I mean, I used to be jealous of the Abercrombie and Fitch kids. Mm-hmm. Abercrombie and Fitch used to open this magazine, and it, you could. It was just a bunch of handsome twenty-three-year-old boys mm-hmm. with ripped abs and a couple of girls throwing a football. Yeah. and I would take a look at. They used to be fucking the stupidest thing. I don't know if you guys had it in your malls. But Abercrombie and Fish. I know where you're. You know going. what? There used to be people standing out front. They used to have yeah. like live models and so have I, like high school football players like without with their no shirts shirt on, on yeah. like standing out front. Like, just talk about a different time. Can you yeah. imagine the lawsuits now? If you go outside and take off your shirt, what do you, do you mean? You know in what the they mall? used to tell in high school girls that were applying for jobs? Right. Ah, oh, you don't look natural enough. They would tell that to high school girls. And this is for an Abercrombie Fitch. This is not yeah. for the, to be well, a model. In, I had my yeah, yeah. same shit. Yeah. But this is not to be a model in the catalog. Just mm. to work at the store yes. for minimum wage yes. and, and folding jeans. Used to have them standing out front of, in the Grove. It's now gone. That Abercrombie's not even in the Grove anymore in Los Angeles. And they had these people standing out front. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm saying that's in some ways you got to be thankful for being a seven because I never had to do that shit. Mm-mm. Thank God. You know, like I said, there was a couple of days where I was an eight. And on those days is when I, I, I got jobs. Like, you know, when I first got to Los Angeles, there was one gay guy who. I thought I was the hottest thing ever. And I think for, for this old gay man, I was his type. Mm-hmm. You know, he was looking for a fucking a, a, for a, a guy who was not confused, who, who had a nice body, but certainly not a fucking built body. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was just a, kind of a, a flabby, thin, flabby body. Yeah. And he was like, that's my kind of kind of style. And I'm, I'm going to pretend I'm making movies just so I can have this guy. Yeah. Why don't you come take your shirt take off your shirt in my off. backyard? Yeah, in, my, in his backyard. And it, well, I'll have a video camera and I'll get a couple of other you know, sh- people who are fucking clueless mm-hmm. to, to pretend you're making a movie. And I did that. And, uh, you know, and that's, but, but here I am. I didn't need a day off for mm-hmm. sensitivity. I didn't need a kindness day. I don't need a kindness day now. I've we taken kinda- the hits. We I've taken. I I I I read the reviews of this podcast. Most of them five star. We love it. It's fantastic. And then every now and again, there's one that praises me and says Alex is a complete fucking asshole. Now, and and I give it a one star. And it doesn't. 
It just doesn't reflect on Alex. He doesn't fucking read them and he doesn't care. He goes through, throughout his life and uh, it, it fucks up my rating because I, w- I would be a five star. Yeah. You know, we have 2,000 something ratings. And it, would be, it would be boldly five stars had Alex not, you know, went off the rail about vaccines or whatever. And then people, they, they, they attribute that to me. We kind of covered this thick skin and the the way the world... We were talking about that a lot during Ellen. And your take on it was, yeah, maybe your boss isn't supposed to always be nice to you. Maybe the right. world... And, and I think it is important because nobody... The world doesn't owe you being nice to you. No one owes you right. kindness. Yeah, yeah. But it would be a better place. And, you know, I guess it's... If if everyone's going to be an asshole, which seems seems like that's the case these days... I guess you just, it does make the nice people seem even, you know, nicer. You're like, oh, that was a nice little thing we had there. This person went out of their way to, you know, give better service or smile at the fucking coffee shop. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're like, I don't know. It is a little bit nicer. So I got to tell you, having kids, a kid, uh, has made me just so much more attuned to just prickiness and assholeness and i know many of you who have children uh know this and and see this but i'm like i i just can't see any type of rude behavior toward anybody anymore and as a guy who's you know probably sometimes i'm I'm being rude on this podcast Uh, i know there'll be people who are upset about uh, but that's basically it i don't know we we're in new york city are these our best um, podcast episodes? No, because we're not right. We're sitting in a little tiny hotel room mm-hmm. on equipment that is not necessarily the best equipment. And uh, I don't have access to my magazines and my papers that I normally work with to make this podcast uh, as entertaining as I would like it to be. So they're not our best. But we're going to, you know, we're going to make it through. We have a couple more days here. I go out tomorrow and do some work for the New York Mets. And uh, and I don't know what that is, but I'm excited about it. I'm taking my nephew and my brother with me to City Field in uh, Flushing, Queens and uh, at 9 a.m. And I think I'm doing some sort of stand-up comedy at 9 a.m., which is absolutely brutal. <laughs> Uh, outdoors, okay, on the field, uh, for no audience. There'll be no audience. I think they said they might have some people from the offices because the Mets are not there. The Mets are on the road. I think yeah. they're in Cincinnati, and they said we might have some people from the offices just come down to watch. I'm like, oh, that'd be great, forcing some people out of their offices to come. Can we just need a few people, a few warm bodies to mm-hmm. come down and watch this asshole? Struggle through 15 minutes on uh, on the pitcher's mound of City Field on a 90 degree nine o'clock in the sounds morning. Sounds cool day. though. Pitcher's mound? I guess. I don't know. That sounds I cool. I don't know. I, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But that's what it's going to be. They're going to film it for whatever, for, for who knows what. Mm-hmm. And of course, my mother calls every day. Like, now where is this something I can watch? Can I watch this? I said, Mom, I don't know. Can I? But I, can I watch it while you're doing it? Like, can I, is it going to be on MLB Network? I said, I don't think so, Mom. I don't think it's going to be live. I don't think the Mets. You know, my mother wants me to be a bigger deal than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a time when I was a big deal, and they were very proud of that. Yeah. But now I'm not. I'm not as a big a deal as as I as I once was. I, and they just can't wrap their head around podcasts. And as, as successful as this podcast is, they're like. Yeah, we just that we tell that to our friends, and it's not as exciting. Yeah, as telling them that you're, uh, you know, a big star on Chelsea lately. That was exciting. They could turn on television and see your face. This is crap. Whatever mm-hmm. this is, whatever your just insensitive bullshit. Your, your, your teensy weensy yeah. podcast career. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever insensitive bullshit you're sitting rattling around, rattling off of you know an hour and ten minutes every you know Thursday is not good mm-hmm. for me to tell my friends. For me to tell. Uh, Kathleen Quinn down the street and this this Quinn is uh, my mother says she can my mother's always uh, in some sort of competition we all have a yeah. you know, person you're in competition keeping with keeping up whether, with the Jones yeah it's the and, oldest uh, thing in the book and apparently she's very good at the party you know doing a party like any type of party the Quinns they're they're good at putting out napkins and they're good at uh, char- char- charcuterie boards mm-hmm. 
and this has been the big one, this charcuterie board that my mother really can't um, wrap her head around the whole thing. She's trying, you know, what what would I put on it? You know, did the, but the Quinn woman, she's got figs on there and different jams. And jams. Putting on it, you know, doing a, it got an actual board mm-hmm. for it. And it just, my mother's both uh, jealous of it and angry at, at the fact that she can put together charcuterie boards. So we, what I did was I sent my mother from some company, you know, charcuterie company, you know, those catalogs you yeah. get, I don't know, whatever, fuck. They sell like dried pears and well, there's one of them, a Harry and Sons, I think it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so I sent her the, the, a charcuterie board in a box and go ahead and, and try and outdo the Quins with, with this. It's all there for you to yeah. lay out on the thing. And of course, my father just opens the box and thinks it's just salami and cheese and starts, starts eating, eating it, it. You know, without <laughs> without it being laid out properly. Oh, get it's it, Gene. It's not. It's not for great. You don't just snack like it's a charcuterie board. It's not a. You don't just snack. Oh, your father sat there and ate that pepperoni and he ruined it. I will. Oh, this the Quins. <laughs> They know how to, so it was, my father just mm. opened it and said, ah, oh, here's cheese, here's some sort of, um, you know, dried apricot, mm. and here is a, and it, just he didn't lay it out on a board. Threw the figs away. And-, and the other thing is like, it's only my mom and dad, so it's, you don't have to lay it out on the board. Nobody's mm. coming over, but it, so I sent it. That's the other thing. Don't ever send anything. You know, my wife's always like, got to send you it's it's their, my brother's anniversary. Somebody mm-hmm. send them something. I said, don't send them anything. My family doesn't understand. They can't grasp mail. They can't grasp Amazon. They can't grasp packages. They don't send them. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I, I have this whole conversation with my wife. Don't do it. My nephew, she goes, I'm going to send him donuts. He's a little kid. He loves donuts. I'm going to send them donuts from this place, Voodoo Donuts. Voodoo. Well, it was one of the companies. I said, don't. They're not going to know they're there. They're going to sit on a hot stoop for nine hours. Ants. No, I'm sending. Sure enough, I call my brother. Did you get the donuts? Get the, oh, that was you? Yeah, yeah, we sent it. Yeah, I didn't know. I'd somebody knocks on the door at six o'clock in the morning. I didn't. Well, I don't know what they were knocking on the door for. I said, "Yeah, because we sent donuts. It was his birthday." Yeah, but you know, you got to tell us. I was like, "Yeah, well, it was a surprise." Because they sat out there, and you know, somebody took some. <laughs> I mean, the ants. I was like, I told them they were melting. Mm. I mean, exactly what I said it was going to be. Yeah. And then I sent my mother something, not outside of the charcuterie, something else. Oh, that was you who sent it? Yeah, it was me. I We sent it back. We thought it was the wrong house. I'm like, oh, <laughs> just, it was for me. But why didn't you tell us? I'm like, because it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. You know how it, we just sent it? Just bring it in. It's questioning everything, like yeah. looking through. What? Who? The Amazon guy. What is this? We didn't order anything. No, somebody ordered it for you. Uh, I don't think so. No. Send it back. It's not for us. This is, no, we don't, this is not scam. Everything's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. Take it back. So never again. I, I got burned. I've, I've been burned a thousand times. So that goes back to what I was saying about um, Jeff Bezos. You could fly to the fucking moon all you want, but- can you stay on Earth for a little while and explain your shipping uh, processes to my mom and dad and my and my brothers because they can't wrap their heads around what you're doing over there at uh, at Amazon. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to accept packages. Just wait till it's drones. Yeah. Well, I mean, then, then they'll really freak out. Yeah. If they start dropping charcuteries on my mother's uh, doorstep, she'll freak the fuck out. All right, everybody. Um, I think we did. We would we would finish with a song, but we don't have the proper equipment. Uh, we would finish with a with a uh, some type of clip from the news. We don't have the proper equipment, uh, so we're just gonna just kind of you know quietly go into the night. I'm gonna walk around New York City some more uh, and prepare myself for uh, for uh, tomorrow's you know show mm-hmm. at nine a.m. In uh, outdoors. You know what? Now I'm hearing that music you're talking about. I just heard it. Yeah. Alex with... 
but before we went to air, I'll, I'll just Alex was losing. I thought he was losing his mind because he's saying, "I'm hearing music playing in this hotel room right now, very faintly. I'm hearing music, and I, this might affect the sound of the podcast." And I was saying, "I do not hear it. You're crazy. Now I you do hear, not hear it. it. I just heard it. Yeah, I hear it. That's the craziest thing. There is music playing. Wow. All right. Anyway, thank you, Hawthorne." for uh, being a sponsor of this podcast. Uh, we love our sponsors. Go out there and get these Hawthorne products. They sent me a box, and it is amazing. I smell good. I look good. I feel good. So, uh, And I attribute it all to Hawthorne. I have now... I might be. I might hit an eight again. Yeah. Yeah. If for another week with this Hawthorne, these Hawthorne products. So thank you, and thank you all for listening. We will do it again. Get a Patreon. Come to Philadelphia. I got some more shows coming. I'm going out on the road with Fortune Feimster. I'm going out on the road with uh, Heather McDonald. I'm I'm doing some special guest stuff on both of their tours. Whatever I could take, I take. Love you all. Thanks. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.